It's uh, November 11th. It's Remembrance Day here in Canada, and I completely forgot about it. That's the opposite of remembrance. I know. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing pretty good, man. You know, it's uh, it's November. I'm surviving. Uh, I uh, I actually, uh, it was a big week for me today, or this week. A big week uh, for you today. today That's how yeah. 2020 feels for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's a been month. a long year this month. <laughs> yeah, it sure has. <laughs> um, I actually put together... Uh, a resume uh, wow. on Monday, and that was the first this, time. I uh, had... This is sad news. It's kind of sad, man. Um, I first I of don't. All, I thought you were full time crypto. I am full time crypto. I'm just. It's just like a backup. It's just yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a safety school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's the first time I had to do a resume since 2008. Wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's pretty wild. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know how to do it. I, I found this great, uh, I went online and found like this great, I think it's called Resume Nerd or something like that. Fakemyresume.com. Yeah, exactly. Make <laughs> free, <laughs> free doctorate.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, I think it's called like Resume Nerd or something like that. And man, you just, it was, it took me like 20 minutes. It took no time and it like made it really, really nice. That's nice. I've never so, heard was, of such a service. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, totally. Twenty minutes. It, it like you put in the different jobs you had, and then it gives you bullet points for those jobs. What? And, and you just click on the ones that apply. You're, yep, that one works. That one works. That one works. That one works. Huh. It's terrific. That's pretty so interesting. You, you don't have to make up any of the fluff. It's already there for you. Wow. Pre-fluffed. That is. It's already fluffed. Mm-hmm. Huh. So that was a big. Uh, that was a big. That was a big thing on Monday. I, you know, talked to. I, so are you yeah. applying? Have you applied for? Jobs I had a yet? meeting what are with. What you trying like, to do here? So I had a meeting on Tuesday with a, um, uh, like a uh, job search agency. Yeah. Um, where they find you know, a, you know, sales executives and stuff like that for, for a, a head doctor, company. a head. Oh, sorry, yeah, head hunter. Yeah, head doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a head company. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I had a meeting with them uh, on uh, yesterday. And that's about it. And then after that, after I had that meeting, I'm like, that's a good week. I feel like I put in a good amount of work for the week. And now I'm going to take the rest of the week off. I feel like I've done more in like two days than I had in the last four months. Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, hasn't all this time off made you feel like actual employment is a scam? Um, it's it's weird because if it was a normal, like if, if it was a normal world out there, I might feel different, but because like everybody's still kind of in like Rona lockdown work wise, you're like, it's like not, you're still, I feel, I feel like I'm not missing out on, uh, you know, all the fun stuff that comes with, with work. Cause you know, as much as we hate working, like there's some Wait, stuff that I love fun stuff comes along with work. Are you I much? love, I like, I like going on business trips. I like traveling a lot. Um, 
you know, uh, I was I, I a thing popped up on my phone saying I was in Nashville a year ago today, or you know, I think it was yesterday. I'm like, oh yeah, I miss Nashville. I wish I was there right now. Uh, maybe not, but you know, with Rowan and everything. But it was uh, Nashville. It was a good time, and I miss taking business trips. And like, oh, I won't be going. To... I do not. No, like, I don't want. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Never <laughs> have me do it again. I so, will live the rest of my life from my little town and my house, <laughs> and you guys can all eat it. I don't care. No, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, so that was about it. And then I guess uh, I, I I broke. Um, I tweeted out the uh, the other night uh, or the other day. I, I broke my bong and my fridge on the same day, and I had to go buy a new bong and a new fridge. And I thought it was very weird that both of those things broke on the same day. Because one usually leads to the other. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> yes, of course. You hit the bong, you go to the you fridge. You go to the fridge. Yeah. Uh, right. And they both they both died on the same day. So I got a new fridge. It's coming. Like, fuck. Hard to get a fridge these days, man. Um, everything was like, you know, two months out, th- three months out in some cases. Uh, but I found one that was, uh, it's going to be delivered next Thursday. And wow. I had to pay, like, I had to get kind of like the higher end one. Um, so I feel like I spent too much on a refrigerator. Like, what do you think a good price for fridges? I, I don't ask me. I have no idea. Two grand. I feel like that's a lot. No, for like I a good. No, I don't know. I uh, no that's because that's what I paid. I'm like, ooh, that seems like a lot. Uh, but, yeah, well, uh, any of those appliances that you take for granted are very expensive. <laughs> like, I bought a dishwasher not that long ago. I feel like it was like. 600 bucks maybe 800 bucks well i just based it off i bought a washer and dryer last year that and i bought a pretty i would say cheap version of okay. one like i went as you know medium range and yeah, it yeah. cost me 1400 bucks that sounds right yeah so like a really that's nice two appliances one can, i guess i, I don't know kind of treat it as one they come as a set that is true. but can't do one without the other anyway so <laughs> all right you're back on the you're back on the employment train yeah uh, I, I feel bad for you you've had a nice run like i mean it's not maybe, over yet maybe you can make yourself uh, maybe you can make yourself self-made by the time this is over hey so you never know have to go back but um i apparently have a face that says make fun of me for being fat so that's new <laughs> Why? I got I made say fun that. of. I got made fun of three times in the same day for being fat what? by people I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I would people not... I didn't know. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, I mean, does it, these... do I just have a face that says, "Hey, it's okay to make fun of me"? Fuck me. Maybe you're like, maybe you're like the fattest skinny guy. Where it's just like, you're not fat, fat, so it's okay to make fun of. It's like making fun of somebody that's kind of ugly. They're not fully ugly. You wouldn't make necessarily fun of a really ugly person. Like, you maybe you wouldn't make fun of an actual fat person. So maybe you're just at, like, the uh, at, at the level of... Like, people don't make fun of me because I'm fat, because I think I'm a little too fat. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, I am too. <laughs> I weighed myself yesterday after the fact, and it uh, turns out they're right. It turns out. The jury so maybe was maybe they weren't making fun of me as much as they were uh, giving me an actual suggestion about my life choices. Who was making like who are these people? Like where were they how making about, funny? How about ones? this one? The starter on the golf course. <laughs> how about that one? Like this fucking guy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the starter on the golf course. Oh God, get miss me with that. I uh, I was so pissed. 
I'm out here trying to enjoy a nice, relaxing round of golf, and you're over here giving me, uh, you know, uh, not allowing me to enjoy the hot dog afterwards. You know oh, what I mean? my God. Not even letting me get on the tee before. That's crazy. So, uh, so I'm, in other news, I joined a gym. Did you, uh, did you actually join a gym? Yes, yesterday. <laughs> Good for you. Yes. I probably should, but I'm kind of tired and lethargic and I don't yeah, want to do well, that. Yeah, that's me too. Uh, <laughs> and I've, I have literal better things to do. Than yeah. I, I don't. I really don't have better things to do. I, uh, I thought I could fill my but, time up with the gym. So that's that's what uh, that's what's going on in my life since the last time we spoke. So um, <laughs> shall, shall we get into the crypto? Yeah, let's do some crypto stuff. All right, let's get to the news. <laughs> All right, so before we go for news, let's just give a state of the union here. We have Bitcoin current price $15,580, Ethereum number two at four sixty, dollars ringing in Ooh. with some four sixty. dollars no, that's nothing. That's nothing to sneeze at, man. Nothing to sneeze at, indeed. Tether, number three at 99 cents. XRP, number four at a quarter. Chainlink, up to twelve ninety four. That's up like two bucks since last week. Bitcoin Cash, 257 at number six. Binance, number seven at 2805. Polkadot, 444. And Litecoin, number nine at 5917. And Cardano is the number 10 right now at 10.7 cents. And uh, everything I just mentioned is up at least 5% over the last seven days. That's cr- that's very good. I mean, Bitcoin. Are you uh, full bull now, or are you a chamber bull, bull, bull? I'm a chamber bull, bull, bull for sure. I mean, I think um, once we got north of like like ten seven, like between ten seven and eleven, you know what I mean? Like maybe like ten eight. I'm like it was. Th- There's nothing that could stop us. Like once we normalized ten k, um. It was it was over. So I I don't see like obviously there's gonna be pullbacks on the way up, but I mean we're on we're on the fucking train to fucking Bulltown. Bulltown. Yeah, Bolton. 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 You're gonna take your horse down to Bulltown Road. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All um, right. But yeah, Sweet. it's 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 fucking go time, man. Um, it's just it's just timing everything. Like what's like obviously, is it our, like we saw Bitcoin have a big move. Uh, we could say it's kind of cool, you know, it's chilling out here for a bit. Is that does that mean Ethereum is going to move next? And if that's the case, do we have another alt season after that, or is it going to be Bitcoin, Ethereum, then Bitcoin again? Like, is Bitcoin just going to melt faces? And so it's it's getting that timing right. It's it's you know figuring out being flexible, um, and then obviously taking advantage of the opportunities because we can still get wrecked in a bull market. I mean, you probably won't, but uh, you know. You want to you want to maximize all those potential gains. You still can, talking from experience. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, all right. You got a news story. I got for a us? news story here for you. So I added this one in. I, was, I mentioned before we started recording. I think this news is bigger than I, when I first read it. So I'm going to start with it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm not, if I'm not wrong then it's the correct news story to start with. Uh, this is from the Block Crypto. Uh, Ethereum infrastructure provider Infura is down. Uh, crypto exchanges begin to disable ETH withdrawals. So that seems ominous right off the hop here. 
Uh, Ethereum infrastructure provider Infura is uh, currently facing a service outage causing a delay in price feeds of Ether uh, and ERC-20 tokens of some services. Uh, quote, we are currently experiencing a service outage uh, for our Ethereum mainnet API. Uh, our on-call team is investigating and working to restore service functionality. Uh, this is from uh, the Infura status page. Uh, the issue started today at 8.12 UTC. Um, which is probably early morning for us is my guess. I feel like that's in the middle of, yeah, like three or four in the morning, our time. Uh, the outage was also caused, or has also caused crypto exchanges, including Binance, uh, Bitthumb. <laughs> I, I always forget what to call it. Bitthumb? Is that, that's is that what, that's, that's what I call it. That's you, what people call now it. Made, you have now made the switch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitthumb. Uh, so including Binance, Bitthumb to disable ETH and ERC to token withdrawals. I mean, that's fucking huge. Um, the popular Ethereum wallet MetaMask is also having difficulties since Infura is its default service provider. Both MetaMask and Infura are owned by Ethereum Development Studio Consensus. Um, this is, yeah, this is big. Binance CEO uh, CZ. Uh, said the exchange is investigating a possible Ethereum chain split at block uh, 1,123,000, or pardon me, 11,234,873. Uh, Etherscan and BlockChair are showing two different chains and data after this block. We're resolving now, but have temporarily closed withdrawal, said CZ. Uh, Nikita Zvoranov, Zvoranakov, a lead developer for BlockChair, explained the issue in a Twitter thread. Uh, he said, oh, Nikita is a man. So he said, uh, Ethereum developers introduced a change in the code that led to a chain split starting at that block. Uh, those service providers uh, who didn't upgrade their nodes, such as Infura and BlockChair, got stuck in a minority chain. Um, so, okay, maybe it's not as bad as uh, I originally thought. Uh, quote, technically, uh, that was an unannounced hard fork, uh, said uh, Zvaranakov. Uh, something similar happened to Bitcoin uh, seven years ago when uh, the database upgraded, uh, the fix upgrade, and run a debug uh, protocol. Uh, Geth is a tool uh, that is used for running the full Ethereum node. So basically, these guys just need to update their Ethereum nodes, and it sounds like everything's going to be okay. Um, that said, silently fixing a bug dormant for two plus years uh, has much lower chance of causing a disruption than raising awareness to it. Uh, we strive to minimize potential damage. Um, so I think overall, we might be okay. Uh, so if people are freaking out, um, I think it's going to be all right. Uh, CTO for Bitfinex told the block that crypto exchanges should run their own Ethereum nodes. Uh, quote, while Infura is offering an important service to crypto industry, exchanges should not fail to tap uh, to trap of defending uh, their centralized parties uh, while being in a decentralized industry like crypto. So they're saying, hey, you guys should just run your own nodes and we won't have this problem. Eh, okay. So. Bro, run your own node. Bro. Do you not even run your own node? Bro, you even run your own node, bro? <laughs> so, um, a lot of people are talking about it. Might be fixable. I don't, I'm not sure if it has any... Uh, well, my MetaMask is working. Well, that's all. Let me check mine. And mine's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and all my coins are gone again. Uh, and I got robbed. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, any, any update on that? Uh, no update. Nah. No update, unfortunately. Brutal. I know. Whatever happened to getting your crypto back? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, nothing. Uh, well, I've no finding the culprit. None of that. Nothing. 
I've I've been uh, this is uh, through Bitstamp. I've reached out to them, asking for any updates, and they said they're continually, you know, they're they're you know continuing to work on it. Uh, they have their you know their crime department on it. Do you think they have an entire war room uh, dedicated to your your ticket? In my mind, they do. Like but in like reality, the chamber, <laughs> like the chamber room, like like oh. I need an update on what's going on with Chambers. Stat. The clock's ticking. <laughs> um, I don't know. Heads are going to roll. <laughs> Do you not know how many alt accounts this guy has? <laughs> he could crush us. Um, yeah, so it's it's tough to say. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't received a... What about the actual in real life police? No, no. That's uh, over? He, yeah. I mean, so is this officially a cold case? I put it. I mean, it was a cold case after a week for me. Like, just get a, like. I, I I don't like to dwell on things uh, very much, so I like to move past it. Um, so I don't know. But I've moved past it. It's been a cold case in my mind for a couple of weeks for sure. Interesting. All right, next story here. Billionaire. This was all the rage yesterday. Billionaire Stanley Druckenmiller says that he's placed a bet on Bitcoin. The billionaire investor Stanley Druckenmiller is betting on Bitcoin according to new comments made on CNBC. His quote was, Bitcoin can be an asset class that has a lot of attraction as a store of value to both millennials and new West Coast money, said Druckenmiller, who previously served as hedge fund manager uh, and was the founder of Duquesne Capital, which operated from 1981 to 2010. Uh, Druckenmiller highlighted the growth, uh, the growing stabilization in the Bitcoin market since its launch 13 years ago, comparing the act of investing in Bitcoin to investing in gold. Uh, I own more times what i own many more times gold than i own bitcoin but frankly if the gold bet works the bitcoin bet will probably work better because it's thinner it's more illiquid i mm-hmm. he probably meant to say liquid and has no i think it means it's more, more illiquid no i mean there's not as like much could, liquidity out there than gold uh, i like guess the, i think market cap determines liquidity right I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, and it has a lot more beta to it, he said. Ooh. Correlation between gold and Bitcoin is trending upwards in recent weeks, though it's still far from its August high. The two followed a similar trend this morning when both Bitcoin and gold dipped more than 5% after promising news from Pfizer and BioNTech on their COVID-19 vaccine. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'm, Billionaires, billionaires billionaires talking about in. yeah i mean it's not the first one we've heard uh we've seen some people um you know a few years ago say one thing about bitcoin and are now saying something completely different uh and this is just another one um it seems to be uh once we get somebody tweeted the other day like uh uh f- the final boss is um what is what's his name uh when we when we convert uh who's the old guy can't think of his name now. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. That, yeah. That's fine. That's the he'll final be boss. Before then, but <laughs> he'll be dead before then. I was thinking Mark Cuban. I feel like Mark Cuban's in. No, I think he, he is not in. No, is he not in? I feel no, like he's a he's guy that owns some much, Bitcoin. I'm pretty sure he's on the record as not in. Oh, he is not a Bitcoin bull, bull, bull. I don't think so. I, I, let me let me fact check that really All right. quickly. But it I'm, just seems like he's the type of guy that would be. I remember you know I mean? like last year. Uh, I know we've talked about him. But I, I, for whatever reason, I just assumed it was in a positive way. But it could very well be the uh, in a negative way. April twenty, 
April 21, 2020, there's a uh, article from Forbes.com. Billionaire mm-hmm. investor Mark Cuban isn't a fan of Bitcoin, oh. saying he'd rather have bananas. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all I, I mean, I don't know the banana market that well. That's all um, I need to read on that. <laughs> yes. The Bitcoin right. price has lost around 16% since Cuban's comments, while bananas are still going for about the same. Amazing. Proving Cuban right. <laughs> hey, when you're right, you're right. Uh, but I have yeah. to imagine since then, um, we've been doing much better than bananas. Cuban said he'd support Bitcoin if it were easier to use and if it could be spent without having to convert it to fiat. What about that for a shirt, by the way? Like Bitcoins, better than bananas. Uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, we're, we're on to something there for sure. I think there's so, something. I agree. Um, uh, right. Oh, I got it. I get it. I got it. It's uh, There's always money in the banana stand. And it's... <laughs> it's the banana stand from uh, Arrested Development from Arrested with a Bitcoin logo. Yeah, with the Bitcoin logo on it. That's the shirt right there. That is the shirt. I'm making a note of that. I'll work on that later today. <laughs> and then and you just spell banana with the Bitcoin B. Yeah, absolutely. There's always money in the banana stand. I love it. And then we send one to Mark Cuban. I don't yeah. know how that doesn't work for us. Uh, I mean, that's, that's it, right? That's... <laughs> That's how we become minority shareholders of the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can meet Luka Doncic. And, you know. It'd be great. Honestly, probably my favorite non-Laker player right now. Uh, I mean, how could he not be? You Fuck, know? he's so good. He's very good. Very, very good. good. Um, All right, you got another one for I us? I do have another one. Uh, this is from The Block. Gary Gensler... A lot of people don't know who he is, but he uh, he chaired the Committee for Futures Trading uh, Commission, so the CFTC, during the Obama administration. He will lead the financial policy transition team uh, for projected U.S. President-elect Joe Biden. Uh, so we, uh, so Joe Biden, you know, uh, I don't know uh, what side of the aisle you fall on, but more or less President-elect. Uh, <laughs> That's, at least that's what I'm hearing from the uh, from the media. Um, so take that with a grain of salt, if you will. Uh, but he, in his uh, transition team, has uh, brought in Gary Gensler, who is uh, is a big uh, crypto guy, pro crypto. Mm. So uh, a lot of people were worried uh, about Joe Biden and his effect on Bitcoin. And right out of the gates, uh, we have somebody that is uh, is definitely pro crypto. So CoinDesk confirmed the move today. Uh, after the Wall Street Journal reported on Friday that Biden was expected to bring in uh, Gensler. Uh, as a CFTC chair, Gensler oversaw substantial reforms to the financial derivatives market. Uh, he mandated under uh, the 2010 Dodd-Frank Act. Thank you for the coffee. Uh, sorry, my wife just brought me coffee. Always during the news, and I appreciate it. I feel uh, like that's a stereotype now. Uh, <laughs> Probably is. Um, but more relevant uh, to cryptocurrency users in his most recent posting at MIT, uh, where he is a professor. Fuck, you got to be smart to be a professor at MIT. Uh, he's a professor of global economics uh, at the business school and a senior advisor to the MIT Media Lab's uh, Influential Digital Currency Initiative. Uh, while at MIT, Gensler has become known in crypto circles for his savviness about cryptocurrencies and blockchain and his opinion on the regulatory status of certain currencies, including XRP, Ether, uh, which he has once suggested both might be securities, uh, which they probably are. Um, so that's it. Uh, yeah. Pro, you know, we got a, we got a crypto guy on the inside. So wow. That's I pretty think it's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, 
I, I can't I see it being bad, it. right? Well, maybe. I mean, <laughs> look, anybody that's pro crypto is good for us. So. Um, have you uh, tweeted congratulations to Joe Biden for for becoming the president elect? By the way, no. Why would I do that? Well, you gotta you gotta make you gotta commit. <laughs> No, I don't, and I wouldn't tweet. I wouldn't tweet congratulations, Donald Trump, for becoming the president no, I'm, the second term either. I'm calling you out like CNN called out everybody that hasn't. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Is that what's going on yeah. now? Yeah. But I thought everybody has. I thought that's what we got. Didn't we get last Saturday? He came out. He did his his little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like some some uh, Republican senators and congressmen and congresswomen are haven't. Uh, I guess haven't said or con- not congratulated, but basically accepted the fact that he won. Well, I feel like accepting and congratulating are two different things, right? But, like <laughs> I can accept that he won without having to, you know, congratulate. Right. No, I mean, but apparently, apparently, people aren't even accept- even even doing the accepting part. Either. Well, there's a whole lot of uh, <laughs> a whole lot of cope going on. There is. So we are we are uh maximum copium detected yes exactly exactly cope springs eternal <laughs> if you will yeah it sure does doesn't it um <laughs> i mean it's all over it's still all over the timeline uh you got blocked by a very <laughs> a very popular crypto podcast sure on, on our behalf thank yeah. you very much you're welcome you know here's the thing it's like, it's my fault, really. It, it really. Oh no, is. no, it's one hundred percent. I was talking to my wife about it afterwards. It's uh, my fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's because, nothing but your fault. Well, <laughs> yeah, because I know, like, if I didn't say something to you about this, I wouldn't uh, even tweet, have noticed. You wouldn't have even noticed, and you would have gone about your day. Now I. Th- thought so here's what happened folks if you haven't seen this uh if you're in our telegram group you've definitely seen it because chamber likes to take trophies like a serial killer like (laughs) i should do chamber takes his screenshots of all his tweets that he's proud of and then sends them directly to our telegram chat (laughs) um so uh we are i would say loose acquaintances with uh with one of the very popular crypto podcasts out there for the record i think we're more popular today I don't know about that, but we'll see. <laughs> I don't. I don't really think that's true, but I'm not sure. Um, anyway, so one of the hosts was, I would say, coping very hard, yeah. and I think like the difference between the normal cope tweets you would see on um, on the timeline at right now and what he was doing agreed was he was adding the extra. This tweet will age well. Like, he was. Re- yeah, and he yeah. was he he was going real deep into I'm right and this is going to age well. And immediately your instinct is all right, I got to screenshot this tweet right. because it is most likely not going to age well. It's it's Ron Howard's voice that pops in my head every time. Yeah, like, it's the narrator from Arrested Development. It's <laughs> it, it, this is going to age well. Narrator, it doesn't. It did not it did <laughs> it not didn't. age well. <laughs> um and so I thought, okay, you know, here's here's some hard cope. Let's let's screenshot this tweet because he's calling out that this tweet will end well. And uh, he, so I sent it to you because I yeah. thought it was funny. You immediately take to Twitter. Got it. <laughs> you immediately it was like the bat signal. <laughs> take to Twitter and and post the cope T-shirt that you made. 
And I forget his response was. Oh, I have oh, it right here. He said, he said he said that we were virtue, or he said that you were virtue signaling. I still don't even know what that means. I feel like that's like a like a like a right thing, to, like a right wing thing to say. I'm like, I'm, well, virtue signaling is like uh, is basically um, putting your thoughts out there for the sake of being popular on what people think you should be saying. You know what okay. I mean? Like. You know, I, but what what a what a like I literally just posted a link to a cope t-shirt, right. But he's saying, I, I think he assumed we believe something that maybe you don't. You know what I right. mean? And so in that case, he's say that was him saying, okay, well, are you just doing this to be popular? And then <laughs> uh, you you wrote My back, re- just buy the shirt, bro. <laughs> Just buy the shirt, <laughs> bro. Just buy the shirt, and then he and then he blocked you. I la I laughed for like ten minutes straight. I, like when you get a good like response tweet, you know what I mean. Like when somebody says, "Oh, he's you know you, you you make one," and you know he comes back and says something, and then you go over the top, um, and and, and win the tweet. Uh, you know, war. Uh, it just really makes me happy, and I felt like bruh, just by the shirt. I'm like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> I was so happy with myself. So you got us blocked by this I did. host. Uh, so we are probably not in their favor anymore. That's okay. Um, but that that's okay. We're we're not here to. Play. We're the bad boys of crypto. <laughs> yeah. All right. 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 Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. We are. But again, it's my fault because I sent you the tweet well, fully that's, knowing that. That's what I said to. That's what I said fully to. Fully knowing that you would probably react to it, and you did. <laughs> Amber, I said that to Amber because Amber was sitting right beside me, and I said, I said, Bunchu doesn't like to stir the pot. And I'm like his like uh, his attack dog. I said, you know, when he doesn't want to stir the pot, he might just he might just kind of put something out for me. And like I'm, a, I, I, what did I say to you? I'm like I think I'm your golem. Yeah, uh, yeah. I said, I said not the uh, not the Lord of the Ring ones, the Jewish ones. So like yeah. for, in Jewish lore, there was like this like uh, monster that you would put like a node in his mouth. And he would just do your bidding like at night. Uh, and that's what I am to you. <laughs> so you just put a little note in my mouth and I came to life and destroyed your enemies. Oh, my God. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Well, I just knew that you would love the this will this tweet will age well piece. And it <laughs> yeah. trigger you to it, have to It respond. did trigger me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, I've, I've since seen a couple more of his tweets on replies that he also ends in this tweet will age well. Um, I should have mm. taken the opportunity. I wish to I had Ron Howard on speed dial all the time. <laughs> um, all right, I got one more news yeah. story here. Former Microsoft employee sentenced in what IRS calls the first Bitcoin case involving false tax returns. Oh boy! Ooh, a former product tester for Microsoft has been sentenced to more than how many years? Do you think? Uh, for tax fraud for crypto. Yeah, I don't know. Nineteen consecutive life sentences. More than <laughs> nine years. In oh prison. shit! <laughs> I was just joking. Well, I guess I wasn't really joking. More than nine years in prison after being convicted of de- of defrauding the tech giant and using bitcoins as a means to hide the funds he obtained. Sorry. Okay. So there's a little the- more. So there's a little more to this than cheating on his taxes. So what's okay. defrauding the tech giant? Well, that's, I'm sure what I, well, I, I'm, he's from Microsoft. I assume I'm, it's Microsoft. Oh, I see. Are they so, still a tech giant? This guy, <laughs> uh, this guy's name I can't pronounce. Vladimir, it's, I guess, Vladimir Kveshchek. 
actions were the first were first laid out in a July 2019 criminal complaint that was filed with the U.S. District Court in the Western District of Washington at Seattle. As outlined in the court documents, he was the f- uh, first an outside tester before being brought in fu- on a full-time basis. He was involved in testing a system through which users could buy things with digital gift cards and other sources. Per the complaint, he made real-world purchases through the system, an unintended result of the testing phase, and eventually he resold more of these digital gift cards in excess of $10 million. Wow, okay. The complaint went on to allege that he converted the proceeds from the sales uh, that were conducted via online websites into Bitcoin, which he later converted to dollars by way of a Coinbase account. As part of that process, he is said to have used chipmixer.io, a uh, transaction mixing service that was more recently used in an effort to obscure the funds from stolen crypto exchange KuCoin. The court document also shows that he obtained a small amount of funds on Paxful, a peer-to-peer crypto exchange. The government further alleged at the time he was reporting cryptocurrency proceeds to the, uh, when reporting cryptocurrency proceeds to the uh, internal revenue service sought to classify the bitcoin he'd receive as a gift uh the part of the alleged scheme is what that part of the alleged scheme is what drew the irs into the eventual investigation and prompted the declaration this week of his conviction and sentencing it's the nation's first bitcoin case that has a tax component to it Quote, simply put, today's sentencing proves you cannot steal money via the internet and think that Bitcoin is going to hide your criminal behaviors. Our complex team of cybercrimes experts with the assistance of IRSCI's cybercrimes unit will hunt you down and hold you accountable (laughs) for your wrongdoings. That's from IRS special agent in charge, Ryan Corner. He'll hunt you down. He's got a very particular set of skills. In addition to the jail sentence, no, this, you guy, <laughs> this guy was ordered to pay $8.3 million in restitution. That's awesome. So, I mean, he really, he didn't, he stole shit from Microsoft. Right. And then bought or tried to hide it with Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean. And then didn't claim... <laughs> didn't claim it properly he claimed it as a gift and uh that's what tipped everybody off that's a big gift bro you got a 10 million dollar gift (laughs) in bitcoin (laughs) my lord (laughs) yeah granny got in a long time ago yeah uh, my grandmother was satoshi surprise (laughs) she gave me a million bitcoin every year for the last 10 years yeah my grandfather is craig wright (laughs) I don't know if you know that or not, but he's the real Satoshi. Yeah, he is. That's what that's what all the courts say. Um, that's uh, that's gonna do it for us for news. Uh, we have one more segment here, um, and it is you know we we're we're sports guys. Uh, I'm probably more of a, a sports guy, I would say, in general oh, than than Chamber. But yeah. Chamber likes his fair share of sports. One of them being golf. Yes. Um, are you into watching the golf tournaments like the Masters, like the major ones? Um, there was a time, like, obviously, you know, from 98 to 2008, like, I was watching a ton of Tiger. Um, Did you watch last year when Tiger won it? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I'm a, I I just like greatness. And I mean. That's why your partner's with me. Exactly. I didn't want to say it like that, but you're 100% correct. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
I just like greatness. And like, uh, I mean, that that run, that 10 year run he had, give or take, uh, was amazing. Um, when he started to fall apart, you know, I, I didn't watch as much, but there are a ton of like, I liked Rory a lot, um, like McElroy. Uh, the, I don't know if you're familiar with like Brooks Kepka. Of course. Like he is, he is a stud. Amazing. Um, so we're coming into this new generation of golfers now that are, are pretty impressive. Um, just a lot more physical training. Like you, you know, if you, I watched, I watched golf in like the in the yeah, late '80s, early Daly '90s and, with like uh, Tom Kite and uh, yeah. Colin Montgomery, yeah, <laughs> Lee Trevino and stuff, right? Sagan and they, they didn't get made fun of by the starters, but I fucking do. <laughs> You're in much better shape than those fuckers. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Actually, one of my favorite golfers um, to this day is still um, what, oh, so what's his name? Um, the, the big fat guy, John Daly. John Daly. I just saw him the other day. John uh, Daly is like John Daly would pull up, crush a beer, hit a 300 yard drive, fuck your girlfriend, and then <laughs> smoke a cigar, and then high five you afterwards. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> But he, w- I, I just saw him the other day. Uh, somebody tweeted out a, a video of him, uh, just you know, jean shorts, white t-shirt, no shoes, aces, like a 185 yard par three. Like, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me, guy? Like, he's uh, uh, he's amazing too. That's um, that's fantastic. However, all right, so it is Masters Week, and uh, you know we like to do drafts and polls on the show. One of the traditions of Masters Week, if you are familiar or not, uh, is the winner of the prior year puts on a dinner for everybody participating in right. the upcoming Masters. So. Um, Tiger Woods won last year, and uh, so it is his obligation to put on the dinner for the uh, field this year, <laughs> and they get to pick the menu. So um, we are going to draft or put out our master's meal. Uh, our masters champ the champions dinner is what they call so we're our champions dinner menus so here's what tiger woods is uh champions dinner menu this is, is this year's this is what is being served I believe, it's funny you brought this tonight. up too um you, you you brought this uh to my attention this morning about this is what we should do for a game i think yesterday or the day before i was thinking about masters dinner and specifically tiger woods and how I don't know if you remember this. This was a while ago. I think it was like ninety seven, ninety eight, um, where Fuzzy Zeller made the infamous fried chicken comment to Tiger Woods for his master's <laughs> meal. And I started thinking, I'm like, could you uh, imagine if that happened in 2020? No, he'd be canceled. Completely. It was he got he got kind of canceled. I had to read I had to read up on it. But Fuzzy Zeller like lost a bunch of like sponsorships after that, and oh, that was sure. like late nineties. Wow. Uh, so it was it was a pretty big deal. But I thought I'm like I'm like, could you imagine somebody saying that at the time? That's terrible. So <laughs> when you sent me the thing, I had to look real quick, real close to the uh, t- to the menu. So what's on on Tiger Woods's uh, okay, so master's menu here for his uh, appetizer? Yeah, he is serving what they're calling the Augusta roll. Tempura shrimp, spicy tuna, avocado, eel sauce, tempura flakes, pickled ginger, wasabi, and soy sauce. Sounds pretty good. That sounds very good. Uh, For the main dish, prime steak and chicken fajitas. Wow, it's going with the fajita. 
<laughs> grilled vegetables. He's an everyman. He's an everyman. <laughs> grilled vegetables, refried beans, Mexican rice, pico de gallo, sour cream, guacamole, and flour tortillas. I see, I go, seems a little I seems a little cheap. I agree. Like, what are we going to, like, Sizzler? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then the uh, dessert trio here. He's got classic flan, churros with chocolate sauce, and I can't rem- read what the last thing is. So, sapilas? I don't yeah, know what that so is. Papalas? I don't so, know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then he's serving a 2015 Schaefer Red Shoulder Ranch Chardonnay from Caneros Napa Valley and a 2015 Schaefer Hillside Select Cabernet Sauvignon Stag Leap District Napa Valley. Hmm. Um, what if he owns those? Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> probably does. All right. So, first of all, what are your thoughts on Tiger's Masters dinner? Uh, I think it could be significantly better. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fajitas guy. Um, I love Mexican food, but fajitas was never... I feel like Masters dinner should not be eaten with your hands, the main course. A hundred percent. Right? Uh, this is a fucking fancy-ass meal. This sounds like it's a, the Masters. Uh, right. This sounds more like... Um, you know, a golf tournament you go to for, you know. I've a, been to golf tournaments where the meal was better than that. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to let you go first. What is your appetizer going Are we going to do uh, like appetizer, appetizer, main, yeah, main yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So for appetizer, this is a good question. Um, I mean, he went with he went with sushi. That's probably not how I would go. Um, I do like... Um, um, I think I would do something like a, uh, like a cheese, maybe like a, like a cheese souffle or something like that. Like a nice, uh, you writing uh, this down? Cause we're putting out the, pot. oh, we're going to put this out. Okay. Yeah, we got to put the, pot. okay, fuck it. I'm going matzo sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went there actually. <laughs> uh, I'm going to play, I'm going to, I'm going to pander to the audience. So. Um, Are you really going mozzarella sticks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's go mozzarella sticks. All right. So I'm going to have for appetizers something that I had at my wedding that okay. was pretty awesome. So uh, it is the it's a it's a perfect mix of you know your like the mozzarella sticks where it's like you know kind of um, every man comforting. Yeah but presented in a fancy way. Okay. So this was a little corner. It was like a, a little corner of grilled cheese. Okay. Served in a little tiny tomato soup. Ooh. Yes. Okay. So I'm fancy. going with a, a fancy grilled cheese tomato soup appetizer. Okay. We should we should actually probably find like accompanying pictures to go with. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm sure I could find that as a picture okay okay um so we gotta do mains now okay so my main yep i found i found it all right so i'm gonna get uh okay. we'll, we'll get a pictures of all of our appetizers you're going just straight up matzo six not i i'm trying to figure out if i should just go you know Total John Daly uh, on this one. <laughs> what are you What are you having for dessert? A line of Coke? Yeah, <laughs> that's dusted on the cookies. Um, yeah. So, 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with if John because I don't think John Daly ever won a Masters, so I'm gonna, in my mind, pick what he would want, um, and I'm gonna go with some uh, Nashville hot chicken. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That is some fucking delicious stuff, and I'm pretty sure Johnny would like that. Okay. Um, Nashville hot chicken. I'm sure you can find a picture. <laughs> yeah. Of that. Oh, I got. <laughs> Okay, hold on. I'm going to send you this uh, picture of my first meal now. Um, then, okay, so... <laughs> I know what my drink's going to be, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think I think your drink should be the tears of your enemies. Oh, they're always the sweetest. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going with, uh, I'm going with a, a classic, I mean... It's it's fancy enough, but it's all like it's fancy, but it's going to be, you know, perfect for everybody. Unless mm-hmm. you're a vegetarian, then you'll have to bring your own option. Yeah, I'm going with the tomahawk steak. I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I would never get a tomahawk steak. I think I think it's but, uh, see, like that's the thing. It's like you wouldn't order it for yourself. That's true. And that's why I'm going with it. It's not something I would order for myself, but mostly because of the expense, right? I also but, feel like what's the meat? Isn't it just like a sirloin? Well, go look or at my eye? go look at my picture. But what's the what's the cut of beef though? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, the tomahawk. No, but it's only a tomahawk because of they keep the bone in. You know what I mean? Right, but it, no, it comes from the tomahawk. Does it? Does it really? <laughs> No, you're fucking with me. <laughs> it's the tomahawk part of the cow. It's actually a rib. That's where the wound eye. goes. That's where the wound happens. That's where they got tomahawk to death. It's a ribeye, I believe. It's a ribeye. Yes. All right, tomahawk. Steak. So I'm going. A it's a fancy fucking steak, steak, though. Yes, that's it is, and that's why I'm, that's why I'm going with that. All right. Okay. Uh, dessert time. Dessert time. Yes. I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, hot fudge sundays wow all right <laughs> um fudge any specific type or just a straight no up? just your typical hot like w- vanilla ice cream hot fudge some peanuts now if you maybe. had some like if you had some uh creativity in your choices here you might do like a uh make your own sunday bar you know like that would be john daly-ish no john be. daly's not Jim Daly wants to make his own Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right, so let's do that. Let's do make your own Sunday bar. Okay, yeah. I feel like that's more John Daly. If you're okay. going just straight for that. All right. All right. And then my final uh my final item here will be this is one of my favorite desserts. Um I'm going with a creme brulee. Ooh, creme brulee as my dessert. So I have the Tomato soup, a grilled cheese shooter-ish type of thing, uh, a tomahawk steak, creme brulee. Uh, you have mozzarella sticks. Nashville Don't we have to pick our drinks? Chicken. Yes, we will get there. Right. And then, uh, and what was your dessert again? Make your own Sunday. Make your own bar. Sunday bar. Okay, got it. All right, what's your drink? My drink is Southern Comfort and Coke <laughs> <laughs> with a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> that's what you get for the drink you get a complimentary pack of cigarettes so oh uh, man southern comfort and coke 
and a pack of cigarettes. Uh, I'm going to go with assorted craft beer options because I am oh. not a I'm okay. not a uh, wine guy. <laughs> craft beer. All right. Yep. I like assorted it. Craft yours beer is options. the yours is the better. I don't know if yours is better. I mean, I, I like judging the wine, by too. the way all these polls go, you will go into this poll thinking you're going to slaughter me, and I will win. <laughs> Maybe you know what? It's it, I'm so. I I'm mean, so yours just, has the yours has the comedy factor this time, though. And so mine's the like, everyman pick. I think mine's the mine's the Joe Every Guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but see, like that's the thing. You just made fun of Tiger for doing that. <laughs> no, right? his is more. Like Tiger, he you didn't just lean said into he's it enough. He, he, I feel like Tiger just dipped his toe in it. He didn't go full. You know what I mean? Like he didn't fully commit to it. You know? You know what I'm saying? He tried to keep it fancy still. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like you need to fully commit to it, and I feel mine is fully committed. Yours I mean, is yours is better than especially Tiger's with the though. pack of cigarettes. <laughs> he loves smoking so much. Love, love Johnny. <laughs> Uh, hold on, um, I'm going go. here well, really quick. Um, this is from April 7th, 2020. Uh, this is an article that says 13 curious Masters, dinner, Masters Champions dinner choices. Oh. Um, Bernard Langer in, oh, Ber- yeah. <laughs> in 1986 went with Schnitzel. Well, he's German, I think. Bernard Langer. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah, that's a good one. It's pretty good. Uh, Sandy Lyle in 1989 went with Haggis. He must <laughs> oh, be Scottish. That's yeah. rough. <laughs> that is a that's rough for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Cacciatore, Fred Couples, 1993. All right. I don't know how that's. I don't know how that's you know questionable. I don't think that is. Uh, yeah. Here you go. Oh, see, okay, so Tiger must be known for this. Okay. 1998. Cheeseburger fries milkshake. That's see, that's what you like. That I like that one. I think that was his first one. I think he won that in ninety seven. Yeah, the caption says it's not a coincidence that the youngest winner of the Masters essentially served a kid's meal. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was his first one from one of the ninety seven Masters. Yep, okay, so there you go. So Tiger must have a, a knack for doing this. Um Chicken Penang Curry, VJ Singh. Okay. Mm. Two thousand one. Elk and Wild Boar, Mike Weir, uh, 2004. Mike Weir, the great Canadian choker. (laughs) (laughs) Lobster Ravioli, Phil Mickelson, uh, 2005. That seems all right. That doesn't seem weird. Yeah, no. Uh, Here you go. Chicken and Beef Fajitas, Tiger Woods, 2006. Bring it back. And 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Loves fajitas, man. Loves fajitas. Tiger graduated from burger and fries to steak, chicken, and sushi in 2003, 2000, or 2002, 2003. And then in 2006, he served fajitas with Mexican rice and refried beans. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, so it's the, it's the same thing he's been serving, essentially. I like it. All right, yep. Tiger. Good uh, for you, man. Veal Osaboko Ravioli, Zach Johnson, South African Bobo, Veal Osaboko, that's fucking Bobo tie, South African Bobo tie, Trevor, Immel, Trevor Immelman, um, Argentinian barbecue, Angel Cabrera, Spanish seafood paella. Do you remember Phil Angel Mickelson. Cabrera's nickname? Uh, no. The Duck. 
I forgot how to say it in Spanish, but that's what it was. <laughs> Ew. Adam Scott, 2014. Morton Bay Bugs. Gross. Bugs? Yeah. Fucking right. Good for them. Yeah, that's it. So those are some of the those are some of the others chosen over time. I think mine stands up pretty well. Yours is a is, is a is a great meal. Yeah, I think I would eat yours. I would also eat mine though. Mine yep. comes with cigarettes, so that wins <laughs> for me. <laughs> All righty, that is gonna do it for us. Anything before we get going? No. Oh, uh, check out. Oh, the is new. It, is it ready to go? It's fucking live, man. We just uh, they just it went live overnight. Wreckpodcast awesome. uh, dot uh, We just finished creating the new website. It's pretty good. Uh, I think you guys are like it. It's got uh, you can listen to the show there. You can anything we're doing there is uh, is on there. Um, you can write to us. You can check out our Twitter feed, Instagram feed, all that fun stuff. You can get merch there. It looks pretty slick. Um, we had a good friend of the show who helped with the uh, Coin HQ website create this one. Uh, this give one him is a, a shout. Yes, I'll get the it's uh, DJX, but I'll get you his exact Twitter handle. It is. DJ Jimenez, I believe. Uh, yeah, D Jimenez. So it's DJX at DJX seven seven seven. Super great guy. Uh, if you're if you're looking for help for any kind of uh, you know web development, um, indie game. He's an aspiring indie game developer too. So um, great guy. Um, big helper. He's out of Mexico. Uh, and uh, he uh, he does a hell of a job. Look at that. The crypto world. Uh, we're worldwide here. We're, we're, you know it. So check it out. Wreckpodcast.com. You um, can listen to the latest episodes. Yeah. You can listen Shit, to this episode. You don't even have to download anymore. No. Nope. What the hell? You just watch it right on the website. Yeah. I mean, not watch it, but listen. Yeah. I mean, you can watch it. You're just going to see a little button go further and further up the line. But that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> Are you trying to hint that we're going to be doing video soon? No. No. no I was trying to save it. That would be a development. That would be a development. Not vi- I don't know. We could maybe. if you want. We could. We've thrown the idea around multiple times over the years, but uh, it's never really stuck. Maybe we'll get yeah. better at it. Well, I think if you do it, the the way we would have to do it was would not be live. I don't think we could pull like the live has been the hard part, right? I so. think what we can do is do a face or a YouTube live or a Facebook live, right, and then put it out. But also, time. what we would need to do is also record ourselves through, um, like, also just record our separate audios through Audacity, mm. and then I could merge those two together to make a show. Right. That's, I think that's how you do it. Forget it. <laughs> you just that's, watch the button. Just, just watch the button. Just watch the button. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.